And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners, you're very welcome to another We Are Mead podcast with Davey Yersman and Mickey Byrne here as always. And uh, Davey, we have a brilliant weekend coming up next weekend of uh, Leinster club action for the Mead uh, football clubs. But we had more going on this weekend, we're going to get straight into that. Um, monumentous victory for Trim down in, uh, I suppose, the, the heart of Hurland in the country, down in Kilkenny, down in Nolan Park. A one-point victory over Danesford, the Kilkenny Intermediate Champions. And I suppose when we saw the draw and we were thinking, when we were previewing this game as well last week on the We Are Mead podcast, we were, you know, we were kind of like going, yeah, look, Trim will go down. They'll definitely give it their all and whatever. But I suppose we probably didn't hold much hope for them because it was Kilkenny and it was the Kilkenny Intermediate Champions. And by God, they put in an unbelievable shift and and came away with a one-point victory, trailing by two points at half-time as well. Um, and a very evenly matched uh, game on both sides, and it could have went either way. Oh, it's, it's an unbelievable win. I think I think not just for Trim, but for Mead Harlan. Yeah. I, I think it's really, really significant. And, um, it's probably one of the best wins that maybe a Mead team has ever had in um, in the intermediate or sorry in the Leinster Championship. Um I think Kilmessen won I think Kilmessen won the intermediate Leinster in two thousand and eight. And I don't think to the best of my knowledge there was anybody else that had done anything really since that. And I suppose Kiltail have ventured in and they've had a couple of really kind of close ones. Uh they've got some you know heavy heavy beatings too. But I I just think for Trim and we've we've talked about them in length based on what they've done at minor level as well, what they're doing at senior level presently, Mickey, that this is this is now a real I suppose, statement of intent that they're dominating Mead at, at sort of a lot of the ages. Now they're going into Leinster, they're after knocking out the, the probably the favourites to win the the, the entire um All Ireland interme- intermediate. Um with with Richie which Richie Hogan, Paul um, Murphy as well. I think they have something like ten plus All Ireland medals between them. And to nullify Richie Hogan, I think, to just two points from play on the day was absolutely outstanding. And Trim were excellent. They were good value for their victory. Um, and as you said, it was quite quite close all the way through. They did fall two points behind with about, I think, 10 or 12 minutes to go. And it looked at that stage that maybe a, a valiant and brave sort of effort was was going to come up just short. And not a bit of it. They kept at it. Toher was absolutely outstanding. Alan Douglas weighed in with some crucial scores. And James Murray, the mercurial James Murray, finished with nine points, uh, seven terrific frees. Um, it, a massive win. I know they travelled down in huge numbers. Uh, Trim Celtic won the soccer as well, uh, I think, on Friday night. So Trim was absolutely on wheels Saturday between both of those teams. 
Yeah, between the Ampuka um, Festival um, a couple of weeks ago, then, you know, Trim Celtic win the, the league on Friday night. And, of course, as you said, Trim Hurlers uh, getting that victory. It's been uh, one hell of a week. And, of course, it's the tidiest town in Ireland, don't forget. Um, right. I don't think it'll be too tidy on Monday morning. <laughs> but, um, anyways, <laughs> that was a tidy win for the Hurlers, that's for sure. And uh, absolutely incredible stuff, Davian. You know, you said it there, like coming up against all Ireland winners and stuff like that. This must be a real watershed moment in in GA hurling terms, um, and especially for Trim, who have so much coming behind them that a win like that will just drive on the next generation and the next generation after that, and they'll want to emulate that, and then they'll want to go to Leinster finals and you know and push on and be the next team in Trim to get such a massive, massive victory. Yeah, I think this is only the start of it. Like, as you say, now things just have to progress and they have to try and, that's the scallop now. They have to, I suppose, go and back it up and put back-to-back performances, which is maybe something that, I suppose, me teams in general in, in hurling circles anyway haven't really been able to do over the last number of years. Um, But it's just the fact they were absolute rank underdogs, no hopers. Dainsford, I think, were 1-20 to 20 with the bookmakers yesterday wow. morning. Um, a little bit of money came for Trim, and there was a couple of shrewd punters, I believe, who uh, who had a little bit of a plunge on Trim during the day, and congratulations to those. But they believe going down there, they've got a great squad. Um, they, they even lost Bino Dowling, who was performing extremely well in that first half. He went off to, uh, with injury, which which was a big shame. But you have Neely Heffernan to come on, a man of you know immense experience in that as well. Um, so, so absolutely fantastic. Just a huge, huge win. And just to back up your point about... I suppose the bigger picture with Mead Hurland with with Shorsha coming in, um, there is a bit of a feel good factor now around Mead Hurland, and obviously we've had a couple of really difficult years. Hopefully now with what Trim are doing, I think this can be, as you say, the, the watershed moment. Hopefully for Mead Mead Hurland in general as well as what's going on in Trim. You spoke about you know the, a couple of punters there who were shrewd enough to get a few bob on Trim. The Buffy can have a few bob on them. You were down in Kilkenny celebrating yourself, Davy, and that victory made it all the more sweet uh, when you were down there to be able to say that you know you were from Mead, right in the heart of uh, of of Kilkenny City there, and uh, strutting around the place with your chest out looking for the Buffy Egan. Well, uh, one of I, one of the lads was in um was in the residence bar on Friday night, and he got talking to a Kilkenny man, and he was saying, "Oh, we're from Mead or whatever," and. Uh, the guy from from Marstag says, "Oh, I think Trimmer down here tomorrow playing Dainsford," and he said, "Oh, what's that in?" Uh, your man was like, "Oh, it's it's the Ireland Oasis, sure. you know, Dainsford will win." Like completely dis, dis discarded Trim, didn't even know who Dainsford were playing, kind of thing. So uh, we were, we were hoping to bump into that same individual on Saturday night in the residence bar, but that didn't materialize. But uh, listen, they were down. I think they were in Langtons for a while after the game. They went for a bit of grub and a couple of pints before they went back down the road to Trim. I'm sure it was a real happy uh, bus home and that as well. And Buff Egan, as you said, he's healing relationships in Mead. Um, I know Mead and, and Buff have had their difficult times, I suppose, over the years. Um, but he he was he was absolutely made up for Trim. And uh, yeah, just probably added to the day nicely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Look, absolutely delighted for Trim uh, and the lads. And they'll march on to the semi-finals of the Leinster Intermediate Ireland Championship which is a phenomenal phenomenal feat uh, beating the Kilkenny 
intermediate champions, uh, Dainsford. So well done. Down in their own home uh, grounds as well, the backyard of Nolan Park. Incredible stuff. 16 points to 15, the final score. Davy, on Sunday afternoon, it was the turn of Mick O'Dowd's screen in the Leinster Intermediate Football Championship. They were taking on the Longford Slashers. And it didn't go well for them on the day. They lost out by four points. A very, very young um, screen team, it has to be said. They've put their heart and soul into it. They were, I think, trailing by a solitary point at halftime against the wind in that first half. Managed to put up three goals and four. And um, it's, 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 it's a disappointing day for them because they did have that wind in the second half. Just weren't able to break down the Longford Slashers. Yeah, exactly, Mickey. And um, Lucas, they, they put themselves in a really strong position, as you said, going into halftime against the Breeze with those goals all coming in the first half. I think two from Kira Smith and one from Amy O'Dowd. And probably a little bit of inaccuracy was was the difference in the second half. And, you know, in fairness to the Slashers, I think they're on the on the beat a long time. They're really experienced in Leinster terms as well. And um, I suppose despite what trim of or trim what screen have done over recent weeks um it would have been absolutely lovely to cap it off but i, I don't think i it, they'll be they'll be obviously extremely disappointed but i think mick and and his management and all the people in screen will just be immensely proud of what they've achieved and going back up i suppose to senior next year mickey they've actually sort of laid down a little bit of a marker you know the way they've risen up from junior to intermediate now to senior they're kind of going up with the same I would I would say nearly the same feeling about them as what Dunchocklin and, and Dunboyne previously would have done. You know, they're going up and they're actually going to be ultra competitive, I would say. They'll challenge. Um, I'm not saying they'll be winning senior championships in the next year or two, but I think long term, they're, they're not going to be far away from joining what, what we could call, I suppose, at this stage, the big two. Yeah, absolutely. It won't be long until they are joining them. The, the loss of Kira Smith uh, 15 minutes into the second half was a huge loss for screen as well. And uh, they did try. They did get the final two scores of the of the game. They, they didn't manage to score um, in that second half um, for 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 a long period. And uh, in that time, it was Longford Slashers who put up a goal and two points. And Screen pushed and pushed and pushed and tried to get the goals and whatever. And got two points later on in the game to bring it back to a four point game. But Longford Slashers, as soon as they got the goal, retreated into a defensive setup and just made it very difficult for Screen played counter-attack football and and uh, it, it seemed to uh, work out for them. As you said, Davey, um, you know, quite experienced campaigners, a very, very young screen team. They'll be bitterly disappointed having had the wind in that second half. But look, it's been a phenomenal year for them and uh, I'm sure they'll grow and grow in the next Leinster campaign that they'll play in, will I reckon will be a senior club uh, um, uh, Leinster campaign, which, you know, I'd say they'd take your hand off for that in the next couple of years, Davey. Yeah, yeah, and look, I, I think I'd agree with you, Mickey. I don't think that's that's too far away. Just just on the point of Kira Smith, like losing her, she is so influential to them. Yeah. Obviously, she's a county player, two All Ireland medals already. She's only eighteen years of age. Y- you lose so much firepower when you lose a player like that at a really important time in the game, where you're still obviously in it. You're trying to claw it back, and um, that that was just a, a real hammer blow for mixed team. But um, listen, they'll they'll absolutely be back. They've had a fantastic campaign, and uh, albeit they'll be a little bit disappointed tonight. Um, it's been a great year for them. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, hard luck to Mikkel Dowd and the Screen Ladies football team, but they will come back bigger and stronger for next year's uh, Senior Club Championship. 
Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Davey, we have a few fixtures coming up over the next couple of days. Of course, Tuesday night and... Uh, sorry, I was going to say Tuesday and Wednesday, but it's only Tuesday night this week. The Dior Light Regional Championship will take place out in Dungani. Two games up uh, in this one, the two semi-finals. It'll be 7.30 throw-in for Tara and on Tushkart. And it'll be an 8.15 throw-in for Loch Crew and Boyne Valley on Tuesday evening. And... Uh, David, we've been obviously following this regional championship right since the very start and it hasn't disappointed. And these two semi-finals, I think, could be absolutely brilliant because we've seen the passion um, across all the games, especially yeah. in last week in the two crucial games that were going to decide the, the final two semi-final pairings. We saw, you know, the passion coming out on the sideline, coming out on the field. People are really getting behind this, and the players and the management are really getting into it. Yeah, because I think in the in the early weeks, which was understandable, a lot of teams didn't have, I suppose, the preparation that they would have liked, because obviously teams are still finishing up and other players were coming in late. So it's kind of taken a few weeks for it to to really gather momentum, and I suppose for teams to to sort of formate. Um, but now what we're seeing, as you said, we're seeing some passion, we're seeing great intensity, we're seeing lovely passages of play within the games, teams playing for each other, there's a real team ethos and ethic coming together. And um, yeah, like I, I think that it's really, really well set up for the last four. Ultimately, when you look at it, I think they are the four best teams left in the competition. I don't think anybody could have any doubt about that. You've got two teams defending a 100% record going into the semis. Right, they'll go up in as favourites. Um, interestingly, Tara have... The Kilbride contingent back now as well, so uh, I, like it's it's hilarious because it was almost a siege mentality at the start because you know they'd lost Kilbride, they didn't have to do Chocolate lads, and it was a really small, tightly knit squad. Whereas it's actually gone polar opposite now; they've got a much bigger squad. It's maybe a little bit um, overwhelming for for some players to see them kind of coming in. So it'll be interesting to see how Jar can manage that but they got the win last week when they did return so possibly that will stand them in good stead and then you have two other teams who have kind of had to grind it out and get wins in the last group game to get themselves through so maybe they'll feel that they're just hitting the right the right sort of notes at this stage of the competition so they're really finely poised semis yeah our lock crew still our favorites to win it out um or can we see maybe uh Boyne valley getting one over them on the weekend or on Saturday, tuesday night or maybe Tara or Antushkar getting over them in the final. They do seem to be the favourites for us at the moment. Yeah, I think so. I think they're everybody's favourites, Mickey, the way they're playing, uh, the quality, the depth that they've got in their squad. But I do think that Boyne Valley are going to present sort of different questions for them. They're really well uh, defensively set up. And I, I think that's possibly something that maybe Lock Crew haven't kind of come up against yet. So um, it'll be interesting. 
Yeah. Um, uh, Tara is Bect of Waterstown, uh, Slane and Rakenny, is that it? No. No, Tara is Kilbride. Oh, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dunsany, yeah. Run through them, yeah. Dunsany, Blackhall, Kilbride, and um, we're missing you one there. Dunchocklin. You're after catching me in the half. Dunchocklin is right. Um, then with Boyne Valley, it's Becht of Rackenny, Slane, and Walterstown on two yeah. scart uh, forms. Castletown, Drumcondred, Kilmain and Wood, Mead Hill, Nobber, and Sidden. Um, and Lock Crew then obviously is Ballinlock, Moyla, Oldcastle, and St. Bridget's. Yeah, so a couple of team town teams in there as well, um, mixed through uh, the whole thing. So it will make for for um, great uh, entertainment. I suppose you've got on Tushkart North Mead playing against South Mead nearly there in in, in Tara. <laughs> um, so up, opposite ends of the the county, they have grudges against each other for different reasons, and that should make for a great uh, game of football. But look, it's been thoroughly entertaining so far. If you can't make it on uh, Tuesday evening, we will be doing commentaries. One will be through our Mixalore account, and we'll, one will be via um, Twitter. So just check out our social media pages and you'll get the links for them there. Um, we also have some other big fixtures coming up, Davey, next weekend. Um, back to Leinster campaigns. And the first of them is Castletown against Clonmore in Netwatch, Netwatch Cullen Park in... Um, Carlo, 1pm on Saturday, Castletown v Clanmore. Then on Saturday, also at 1pm in Navan, it's going to be Dunshockland taking on the Loud Champions, Cooley Kickhams. And then in Crow Park on Saturday evening, it's going to be Rathholt against the, the, the Downs of Westmead. And three cracking games. And, you know, we're looking forward to all three. And again, we've great hopes for all three teams going into their Leinster semi-finals, Davey. Yeah, we were sort of bold enough, I think, in the first round by kind of giving all all three a, a pretty confident nod. Um, I think they're going to be there thereabouts again. I really do. I think I think the Chocolin have loads of quality to go and win the the Leinster Championship as it is. I think this will be a little bit of a step up. Do I think they have loads in hand? Absolutely. I think they have plenty to to deal with Cooley if they perform like they did in the second half of the last day. They'll have to be a little bit more complete than they were, though. Uh, Castletown, I think, they'll fancy the job as well against the side who, okay, they got three goals last week in uh, Clamore against um, Straffan. Straffan. But they, they only got eight scores in all. And I think Castletown's firepower is likely to probably propel them to victory. And the big one is is obviously Ratota and uh, the Downs. I think that is... On paper, anyway, certainly looks to me like it's a 50-50 game. Um, clubs will be sort of well-versed and, and will know each other through basically Lars connection, I suppose, with, with Gail Column Kill over the years. So um, maybe that gives them a little slight advantage to Downs, possibly. Um, but Retoats, the, the confidence that Retoats will gain from the win the last day and the manner in which they did it, Mickey, I think is is huge. And on a bigger pitch, obviously, in Crow Park, I think it will it will suit them. They'll get a little bit more room to manoeuvre inside. And if they can get the likes of McMahon and Rogers uh, moving offensively, well, Bobby O'Brien was outstanding the last day as well. I, I give them every chance, but um, the, the Downs have some good players, so that'll be a really, really difficult game for Rattol. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and experience is a massive thing in this. And I would say that Rattol probably have the edge in experience. I don't think any of the Downs players would play the Leinster campaign um, no. in recent times. Definitely not. It's, it's what, over 12 years since they last won uh, a senior yeah. championship in Westmead. So I doubt there's any players that have... Uh, whereas Rattol... 
they've won three of the last four in Mead and they've played this their second Leinster campaign. So, you know, that experience can be absolutely massive in these types of uh, um, uh, tournaments and, and, and matches. So I'm going to give a talk to the Probably a sixty forty on this. I'd put them as six to four on favourites for this one. So um, I don't. I don't think the bookies just quite agree with you on that one. But uh, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from with that. I, I think it's a it's a fifty fifty one. Hopefully, what price of the bookies? What price have they got the minute? I think the downs are marginal favourites. Maybe ten to eleven, Ooh. eleven to ten, possibly. Yeah, I have even money, even money. It's a, it's click of a coin on paper anyway um, but yeah I like that I think Rotot have loads of experience they've got great county men of their own um, yeah so look at I, I I think I think the three in a, the three in a row again could possibly be on hopefully okay keep okay, the season well, rolling Mickey absolutely it'd be absolutely fantastic if we could um, well, we're wishing Castleton and Chocolate and Rotot very best of luck in all of their uh, Leinster semi-finals taking place on Saturday. So it's going to be a busy day for anybody who's trying to keep uh, an eye on all of the three games. Two of them taking place at one o'clock. Castletown in Clonmore, or against Clonmore in Netwatch Cullen Park in Carlow. And in Navan at 1pm, the same time, it'll be Dunshockland taking on Cooley. And then if you want to run from Park Tolchin up to Crow Park, that game is at 5.15 in headquarters. Um, so... An app, an, it's going to be a super Saturday, not a super Sunday. Looking <laughs> um, forward to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Dave, we're going to move on and get our lottos uh, done now. Have the clubs been in contact with you? Yeah, they have indeed, Mickey. Uh, first one up is my own club, Cortown. Uh, results from Friday night, 11,600 euro for jackpot, not one. Uh, numbers were 1, 10, 28 and 30. The 520 euro winners were Jeanette Collier, Rosie Linsky, Idal Chute, Ross Noon and Edwina Dollard. Uh, the next Trolley Dash finalist went to Mr. John Kerrigan. And we go again with 11,700 next week at courtandga.com forward slash lotto. Kildalki are in next and uh, they had no winner of last week's draw. Um, the numbers from were 2, 5, 22 and 25. The win slash share of 150 uh, didn't happen because they had... No match three winners. Um, Navano Matlis from the 8th of November, no winner of their 6,200 euro jackpot, 5, 7, 15, and 32. Uh, Jackie Murray was the match three winner, and the next draw takes place on the 15th of November, which is Tuesday night. Trombara, 4,900 euro, not one either. Uh, 3, 9, 15, and 17. 30 year winners were Patrick Carey, Anne Marie Brady, Poddy Lynch, Niall Brady, and Jake Madden. Castletown are next up and uh, their results from the 8th of November. 5,100 of a jackpot not, or sorry, they had a jackpot winner um, and the jackpot winner is Jimmy oh. Smith. Um, and Jimmy matched 6, 10, 14 and 16. So congratulations to him. 5,100 euro going his way. Um, Manalvi are next up. Their results from the 7th, which was last Monday, 6, 11, 17 and 27. No jackpot winner. 320 euro winners were Colette Smith, Siobhan Kelly and Natasha Brewer. The next draw takes place on Monday, 1,400 euro, Manalvi GFC, or you can play it on the Club Force app. And mm, sorry, we might have we might have a couple more. Beg your pardon. Uh, Dunshockland Royal Gales from last Tuesday, 1, 5, 18 and 21. There was no jackpot winner. Uh, two match three winners collecting 100 euro each. Tess Brown and Aoife Blake. The next draw takes place on Monday at half eight live on Facebook where there's 2,000 euro of a jackpot. Longwood, 
from last week, the seventh as well. Nine thousand six hundred euro for jackpot, not one. The lucky dip winners were Jennifer Mahan, Lee Highland, and Martha Holton. Uh, two thirteen twenty and twenty four. The numbers there. Waterstown uh, results from last Sunday: 13, 16, 18, and nineteen. No jackpot winner. The match three winner winners were Laura Barrett and Adrian Mitchell. The next draw takes place tonight, Sunday, three thousand nine hundred euro, and you can play it on Club Force, or you can pick up an envelope in their bar. And uh, Minolti, uh, six thousand or five thousand six hundred euro from the sixth, which is last Sunday as well. Uh, 18, 21, 23, and 26. No jackpot winner. One match three winner collected 200 euro. That was John McCabe. Salford. Uh, one special online prize of 50 euro goes to Sarah Casey. And next week's draw, or this week's draw, takes place tonight on the 13th of November, where there's 5,800 euro. Um, and when you go through your two, I just want to give a fundraiser a bit of a plug as well, if that's okay. Perfect. No problem at all. So, Davey, uh, the two I have, the usual... We have Central Sales Lotto. It's €1,100 Euro at the moment. You can do it on smartlotto.ie or go to any of their social pages and you'll find the link there. Um, it's taking place on Monday night, €1,100. Euro. Then Simon Sins Lotto, last jackpot was Friday evening and the jackpot was 1650 There was no winner. The lucky dip uh, people were Rosie Boland, Damien O'Brien, Josephine Fitzpatrick. The numbers drawn were 3, 12, 18 and 31. Some weeks they say the lucky dips and sometimes they say the match trees. I don't know what's going on out there. But anyways, uh, the next draw is on the 18th. It'll be 1,700 euro. You can play it online or through the club's app. app. Um, if you're not in, you can't win, says Jelly. And finally, he throws in a little question. He says, FAI, FAI Cup final this weekend. Who's your money on Derry City or Shelburne? I'm telling you now. I'm putting all my money on Derry City to win it for now. Are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? that's the way I'm going. That's the way I'm going. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's a bold prediction. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Shelburne and uh, Damien Duff, they've been shocking. Absolutely shocking. <laughs> and he's uh, he's just, he, he, he's, a, he's a trophy manager. That's what he is. And uh, he ain't going to be picking one up. That's that's what I'm telling you. And that's, that's my prediction for the game. Okay, Jelly. okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, St Mary's in Denor, Mickey, are uh, running a fundraiser at the moment and it's a kick a point for Shamey. I'm sure you've probably seen a bit about this Absolutely. on social media. So over the weekend uh, on Saturday, St Mary's were aiming to kick a point in all 32 GA grounds around the country um, with the permission of each county and GA club. Um, so there were 16 St Mary's teams who will travel the length and breadth of the country Um in two neighbouring counties, uh, it was the look of the draw to see how far some of the teams had to travel. Um, but one club, 32 counties, one day, essentially. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, I think they've covered every single base. Um, the, the backstory behind it, I suppose, is um, Jamie uh, from St. Mary's is an excellent uh, sort of Seamus Brady. He's an excellent GA man in yeah. St. Mary's, a uh, great club man. Unfortunately, he had a bad fall off at our new clubhouse um, back a couple of years ago. Um, I think it was in, I'm just trying to think of the year. But anyway, he's 16 or 17, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, unfortunately, he's not been able to work or it looks for the foreseeable that he's not going to be able to work either. So they're they're trying to raise some funds for obviously for Shamey's care and, and well-being and living, etc. So um, there's a GoFundMe page set up. There's just almost 12,000 raised so far. 
um, and it's still coming in at a good clip. So for anybody out there looking to contribute or, um, you know, help out St. Mary's, it's a terrific fundraiser for a great gale. Um, so you can go on to their GoFundMe at any of their social medias and you'll find the link. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll share that link. We have done, we've shared it a few times, so do look out for it. And if you can throw a few bob, it'd be absolutely brilliant. Um, it's had great backing all over the county and all over the country as well. So um, well done to St. Mary's for, for that fundraiser. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer, on 046. 955-1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. David, before we move on, just again to remind our listeners that you can head on over to our Lion Royals podcast on Patreon forward slash We Are Mead. We will have full uh, previews of the Leinster Club championship that's taking place this weekend with Castleton and Jocklin and Rapport all playing. We're going to do full previews of those games. And then on Wednesday or Thursday of this week, we will have the regional championship semi-final reviews and we'll have interviews from all of those, um, uh, from both winning camps on Tuesday evening. And we'll see if we might get, be able to get a couple of other people involved as well. But uh, we will have reviews. We will have the commentaries as well on Tuesday nights. So do look out on our social media for that. But now it is now time to move on, Davy, and we're going to go to our Instagram interactive. Has it been a busy day on Instagram? Yeah, trim, dominating Instagram interactive, as you can imagine this weekend, Mickey. Uh, Shane Riley starts the ball rolling by saying trim with the two hands up. Celebratory trim. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, no, it's, I think the two hands up means hail trim. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hail, hail. Bow, 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 bow down in front of them. Incredible stuff. Uh, Barney Doyle said trim for Leinster. Look, um, you know, that has to give them a massive boost of confidence, an injection of confidence straight into the veins. And yeah, it'd be lovely to see it, wouldn't it? How good would that be for Mead Harlem? Oh, it'd be outstanding. Shawnee Fitzgerald, uh, trim as well, but a separate trim side. He said Beanie Faulkner's hat trick. To win Trim the league, uh, I think Trim are four 0 victors over Park Villa on Friday night as they claimed another league title. Yeah, absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, but I'm more interested in the hurlers at the minute, so I am. Okay, uh, so so let's yeah. get back to that. With let's Carl get Fleming. back to the hurlers. <laughs> he says there's no hurling in Kilkenny, <laughs> <laughs> the football county. <laughs> they're in the attic, so they are. They're in the attic then uh, after that. Charlie O'Connor said, "Pa Ryan bringing his techie hurling to Trim." Yeah, Pa Ryan's been um, coming to Trim. I think he's a Tipperary man, uh, teaching in and around Trim. Huge hit with with all the people in Trim, and he started hit a point and and played extremely well, I believe, as well on on Saturday afternoon for Trim. Yeah, great to see it. Um, Robert Perfield wants to know: Is Buff uh, back in love with Mead hurling? It looks that way, anyway. 
Yeah, well, look, you you can answer that one. You've been chatting to him and sending him a few messages. Uh, what does he think of Mead Hurling now? Ah, uh, I, t- I think he I think he's loving Mead Hurling. Uh, um, that was always a little bit of a misunderstanding. Uh, I was I was in the left bank. I was telling you this off air. I was in the left bank on Saturday, so I sent him a tweet and I said, "There's there's a load of big buff Egan fans in the left bank if he wants to pop up." Didn't think any more of it. And I was watching his videos back from the trim game in the snow we were in the left bank. And one of the lads who ended up meeting him in the Jacks without realising who he was uh, goes, I seen that guy in the Jacks two minutes ago. <laughs> so he was up at the left bank, uh, intending probably on meeting us, but couldn't find us, obviously. He met two worst lads from Carton he could have met who wouldn't have a clue who Buff Egan is. I think Buff Egan, all he said to them was, I'm from Kerry. And uh, the two boys were like, all right, we're from Mead. <laughs> And that was it. And off he went. Uh, but I know a lot of people from Trim did uh, did get to meet him, get, get selfies with him and that. And great to see him covering it. It was terrific to watch the highlights back of uh, of Trim's fantastic day. And I'm sure it'll live long in the memory for them. Yeah, hopefully he does one on the Leinster semi-final for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Alex Arkins said Dunshockland to walk Leinster. Um, look, do you know... I suppose the last day out, David, you saw them. They were six points apiece at half time. They were coming up a very good side now against a very good side in Bally Teague. Mm. But, um, you know, you don't want to be jumping ahead, you know, and putting the horse ahead of the cart or anything like yeah. that. You know, you just, that's when you get caught. But, like, Alex Arkins is right. You know, they're good enough to go on and win Leinster. And that's why they've been instilled as hot favourites for Leinster. But um, that's when you're at your most vulnerable. It's when you start to believe. Yeah, that's it. And I suppose it's okay for other people to say it, ourselves included. Once the players don't buy into that way of thinking, which I'm, I'm absolutely convinced they won't. Oh, well, they're level-headed, down to earth punch. We, we could say it, but oh, well, then don't they just can't the really stuff. believe it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rob Perfield said, "Shout out to the Pats under 12s winning their championship and the two uh, 15s teams for making their finals as well." Yeah, that's a terrific weekend's work. Yeah, class stuff. Well done. Um, Jack Walsh said Duffer Shells getting absolutely spanked in the final things you love to see he must be thinking ahead as well about? is he what you on about? What's, what's this Jack what's this what's going on here Jackie uh, yeah, did, yeah. Did, you, did you did you hear are you outside my window did you hear just what I just said to Davey you're having a, a what's what's the, an epiphany premonition 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 okay yeah premonition um Let's let's just wait and see what happens with that one. Um, and I think finally is PS Tapes, and he said, "Anybody else boycotting the World Cup? It's a sad day." Yeah, absolutely. Like Jesus Christ, uh, I have no interest in this World Cup at all. Um, I think it's it's completely wrong, but that's a completely different uh, argument to uh, what, I, what I just yeah, you know. Um, to have it at this time of the year, number one, purely because Qatar wanted it this time of the year, um, and everything else that goes with it, human rights and everything that goes with it. And then you see the likes of Gary Neville, David Beckham, and all them, you know, running over to take the hand of the uh, Saudis to, to to get the money and commentating those games. And uh, did you see the one where um where Gary Neville was presenting I did, yeah. Uh, Whose line is it anyway, or whatever, or whatever, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is, whatever the one of them yeah. programs, yeah, the chat show, and he got absolutely, you know, landed. So he did. 
Yeah, it's 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 not it's not a nice one. Um, I'm I'll still watch the World Cup. I'm not gonna say I won't. Um, but but I do agree with you. I like aside from all the human rights elements to it and that as well. I I just the 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 fact it's the, in the middle of the season, the time of the year it is, where it is. And you being an Arsenal fan, momentable. Well, well, it Christmas. might it might help us get to get to the new year on top, Mickey. So on, from that perspective, I can live with it. Um, and we don't have to play City as well for another few weeks. But uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't sit right. It's it should be in the summer. It should be at the end of the the domestic season. That's just my opinions on it. But, you just yeah. got to remember that football, soccer is a business. And at the yeah. end of the day, this just proves it to uh, within an inch that it is 100% about business. The Qataris wanted it at uh, this time of the year and paid the Football Association so much money to get it. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see all the brown envelopes that went on for that one. But anyways, look, that, this is a GAA podcast, Paddy. Uh, we don't need any more of your soccer negativity bringing being brought down on top of this podcast from now on. Look, as we said earlier on, we want to wish Castleton, Dunchoclin and Rathout the very best of luck when they um, go into their Leinster semi-finals on Saturday. And um, of course, as we said as well, we're going to be covering the regional championship Tara versus on Tushkart at 7.30 on Tuesday evening and at 8.15 it'll be La Crew against Boyne Valley so look out on our social media pages we'll have the links to those free commentaries um, coming out in the next couple of days and again we will have on our on our Loyal Royal podcast we will a Loyal Royals podcast we will have a Leinster preview an in-depth preview of Castletown and Jotland and Rathout's games uh, next weekend and we will have the semi-finals of the regional championships We'll have them reviewed on Wednesday or Thursday, so stay tuned for that. For now, remember, we are me, why, and there's more.